Hi, friends. It's so gloomy outside. But it's it's been gloomy to... for no, weeks. No, no. No, it's not supposed to snow. It's going to be like... It's going to be 50 degrees on... 55 degrees on Sunday. We're not going to get any snow, Alex. We're not. You know... Today's low York, is 20, though. It was really, really cold, but it was sunny. Today, I don't understand why it's so cloudy. Hmm. Oh, well. I'm gone this week. It's going to be spring in five minutes. Watch. And we have gotten, what, snow <laughs> one time? One time. Um, and it was, it, like, melted the, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Usually what happens, you know this, come March, it'll shut everything down. We'll get, like, A mid-March. Big one. Yeah. And that's fine. The thing that's good about... I kind of would like that for a day. Yes, I will definitely take that. (laughs) But you know how it goes. If there's no, with these mild winters that we've been having this last couple of years, the spring market has start, starts in January, in February. Because it's so nice out that people come out. People aren't, yeah, there's nothing that's keeping them from, from doing it. Whether it be listing their homes or selling their Mm -hmm. homes or, Mm -hmm. anyway. Obviously, it's very, very gloomy to me here because I just got back from the Bahamas. Really quick, I was expecting to go back. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, why is it not going back? Yeah, I almost forgot you went to the Bahamas because I was looking at you and I was like, she's she's not that tan, but she's tan, but she's not that. I'm not tan at all. I don't tan. I don't. I don't. Well, I didn't think you're gonna go down the water slides and like well, no. bake out in the sun. No, I got a spray tan before I left. The sun's not that strong down there this time of year. Well, it was very warm not as warm as I would want 80s. it to be it was high 70s most of the time and yeah. it was into 85 the last couple of days but it was very nice it wasn't too hot it was like 100 but when we got there it was raining and I was like I don't need any more of this crap like because we left it and it was raining so quickly it did there. it's so windy and on the in Nassau because there's no mountains on the island and this is the, some one of the things I learned while and I was there. if you read what the weather says for Nassau but you say in Paradise Island it's a completely different weather Really? Yeah. So I learned this when I was there. I was looking at the weather forecast, and I said, oh, look, it's supposed to rain today. They said, no, on the other side of the island, not this side of the island. Huh. I didn't know I was that. like, that's a thing? It's only like three miles long. Apparently, it just... It does. It goes, by, it goes through really quick. Mm-hmm. But we're back, and it, here we are. It is the 20th of February already. Mm-hmm. God. It's going to be March in a week, basically. It's going to be um, end, of third, end of first quarter soon. Yes, it sure is. Crazy. Oh, I'm ready for so weather. So, how though. was it? How was it? Did you? Is that was that your first time there? Um, first time staying there. We went. We had stopped at a on a cruise okay. one time. Um, Josh and I got engaged in Atlanta. You did? Yeah, at the Cove. I didn't know that. Yeah, and then we go back every year. I had no idea you got engaged at the Cove. Yeah. Alex, can you tell the story? <laughs> I didn't even know that. <laughs> We went there. Um, we went there to, together for someone's birthday. Oh my god! And then god. we decided to go back a few months later for a vacation. And that's he just proposed and like where in the room? Oh my god! So this is funny. I had the no idea. I wish I had known that. I would have been like sentimental, be like walking cute. around. Cute. The yeah. one time I decided I was going to be like on time early. That way we can go to dinner and he's not waiting on me or anything was the day that he was proposing. So he goes, I'm all ready. I'm like, okay, hurried up. I'm ready. Let's go. He's like, no, let's relax. Let's have a drink. And I'm like, no, let's go down to the bar. I'm like trying to make a point that I'm early. And he's like, no, let's let's stay. 
I was like, no, let's just go. Let's just go down to the bar. Like, I got ready early. Yeah. So he had the ring in his pocket the entire time. Did you time. have any idea? I had no idea he was going to do it then. And I didn't, I knew. You had talked about it, though. No. Oh, my God. I picked out the diamond, but there was never a conversation of marriage, ever. Well, that, when you pick out a diamond, that's kind of a conversation this about marriage. This is how it went. Hey, do you want to go look at rings? Sure, why not? Okay, cool. And then we met our jeweler at bars a couple times. Yeah. And then I was at Sugo, and he brought a diamond. I go, yeah, that's what I want. That's it. And then a few weeks later, we got engaged. <laughs> God. <laughs> so wait, so you're like, okay, let's go. And he's like, no, no. So he has the, ring, the rings so, in the pocket. The rings in the pocket. Okay, so we go to Nobu. We go for drinks, we go for dinner, and later on he tells me, he goes, I knew I wasn't going to do it there, I didn't want to make a scene, that's not your thing. Okay. Yeah. So, we're in the casino, we're walking around, then we go outside, and you know where the, um, like, marina is outside, where you can see the fish tank? Yeah. There's this area, and I was like, oh my god, wouldn't it be so pretty if someone got engaged here? Like, this is so beautiful. And he's like, yeah, 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 let's go back inside. So we go back inside. We go and gamble and all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then we run into our jeweler's sister. What? Of all things. And his dad, who started the jewelry company, we randomly run into them. Like, how coincidental is that? And they go, do you guys want to, what like, go out, stay out? And I was like, no, I kind of want to go back to the room and relax and Josh goes yeah whatever she wants then we get back to the room I'm like poor Josh I know I feel so bad right I know I'm laying on the bed I'm like oh so tired and I roll over and he just has the ring like opened in this box oh my god and he never asked because I just started crying and I said yes (laughs) oh my god Alex like what a ridiculous story I can't believe I had no idea I'm so, you know me, I'm so emo. Like, I'm like, oh my God, I know, I'm sorry. I know. That's beautiful. I love the cove. The cove is awesome. Clearly children are allowed there, so. It's I'll, cool. I'll go back another time. It's, it's but we walked through there. I love, like, the gambling tables overlooking the pool yeah. and the bar. It's so awesome. So we've been back every year since. That's awesome. I know. How long ago were you engaged? Well, I got married in... 2012 together yeah, was 2016. That's so sad. I had to think about it. But I, it's not a matter of, like, I don't remember my, how long. It's just, I, like, I know our date. I just don't, sometimes I forget the year. Not yeah. in a mean way, just in a, like, life happens way. Completely. So 2016, we got married. So we met in 2013 at the conference, which is coming up. Right. Around this time. Yeah. And then we got married three years later. We got engaged a year and a half after that okay. and then we were engaged for a full no we're dating for two years and then we got engaged and we were engaged for a full year full I year. wanted to be a full year I don't know why I feel like people kind of rush that 
I think I I think I got engaged in April, and I didn't get married till the next October. Okay, so it was sense. long. Yeah, year and a half. Year and yeah, five months. So you're back. Anyway, I'm back. Yes, and it was great to be detached and disconnected. I actually didn't have Wi-Fi for a, lo- a lo- long period of time before I left. I took my email off my phone altogether. Wow. It's not exactly easy. It's kind of like going on vacation with children is like weekends. Like people still need you and still need to talk to you, but you're trying to be a parent while and you're – yeah. It's not – It's impo- I literally was like, okay, well, I just have to just – I have to do one thing. This is my vacation. So – you don't want your if child I do, to remember you being on the phone. Well, the not only that, I don't want to be on the phone. I want yeah. to be enjoying vacation. Yeah. So, plus I couldn't, I didn't have any cell service. I had only Wi-Fi. So I could only get, I could get text uh, messages when I was on the resort. Yeah. When we were like in the condo, I didn't pay for that yeah, Wi-Fi. No, yeah. So, um, so it was great. It was long. Seven days. It was long. That's a little too long. It was long. It was, it was obviously great for relaxation. I got some really great sleep. Yeah. Clearly I'm not out boozing it up, but got a lot of rest kids had an amazing time um happy to be home that's good happy to be home that's good yeah so things are uh picking up it's gonna be a really busy season saying that and i always i know i say this every now and then but it's like it's what you did Mm -hmm. months ago oh yeah why you're busy now yep so people are saying it's picking up it's because they were because yeah not everyone's picking up. Or they think it's picking up because they haven't been busy for months. Mm-hmm. I've been busy... The whole time. The whole time. And I'm busier now. Oh, it's, I don't um, I mean, I'll say this. Like, there's not a lot out there. So why it looks like it's, it's spring market. It's so competitive. It is. Because there's no inventory. No inventory. We decided to contract gratify that had 12 offers on it. And um, there's just no inventory under a certain price point. There's just really not. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where, like, new construction shining right now. For sure. Having the ability to say, okay, well, I'm going to sign today, and I'll know I'll have it in yeah. four months. And I'm not competing. Hey, totally. I think that's where they're, like, I think a lot of people don't. We talked about this in a previous off. podcast. I think there are a lot. There's a really big part of the market that doesn't want to compete. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. gives them, like... Anxiety. Security. Yeah. To be able to say, this is what I'm buying. Well, they just, yeah, they don't, they don't want the pressure And it's of not competing. as fast of a process as, um, like, like resale. Resale but, is a very fast process. Yeah, it, it goes in two weeks. Like, it, absolutely. And you kind of yeah. have to, like... You, make a decision quickly. You make a decision quickly. If you sleep on it, someone else is going to buy it. Yeah. You know, it is, it's a little scary. Like, I get it. Um, the thing with, the thing that people... I talked to a, a potential client yesterday, and she has this, you know, laundry list of wish items, um, which I understand and I think is very important to identify. Yeah. So then we talked about budget and price point and comfort level and all that, mm-hmm. um, and those weren't really adding up. So we had to have that conversation of like, okay, well, I understand where you want to be as far as location. I understand what you're comfortable with with payment. I understand what you have to invest. Like, these aren't all going to work together like this yeah. let's talk about what's realistic based on these parameters and um you know that's that's a, a real conversation right like it's not that you're bursting someone's bubble but I understand everyone comes to the table with some idea of what they're comfortable with or what they want yeah and then you have to say okay well what's what's realistic 
um, you know, if you want a brand new home in Montgomery County, um, preferably single family mm -hmm. on a quarter acre of land, you know, your net payment's not going to be, you know, you have yeah. to you have to be realistic in what that you're going to be paying for that. Jesus moment. Yeah. Um, so anyway, my point in saying this is that the new construction piece that people might go to because of lack of inventory is, um, you know, you can still qualify, quote unquote, mm -hmm. for, you know, a low down payment loan, a three or 5% mm -hmm. conventional loan, or obviously FHA three and a half percent. What people don't really think about going in as new construction is that builders want deposits and that's going to be more than what it is you know what I mean like even yeah. if you only want want to quote unquote put down five percent like the builder might want 20 grand today mm -hmm. and then 20 grand in two weeks and then again whatever everyone's different but that's gonna price a lot of people out it because does. they it can't does. they it, can't come I, up with I, the cash I agree it depends like I've seen some that only want five ten and then I've seen some that want 20 today 20 in x amount of days yeah and, but I think the, the plus of it is it's if you can time it right, if you have the financial ability to right. do it, right. that you also are getting incentives. Oh, for sure. Because for sure. you're not guaranteed to get incentives with a resale. Right. You're not gonna get and you're not gonna get seller concession on every deal. I mean where a builder clearly. says um, if you use our our or, lender, yeah. Or a title company or whoever. Whatever. Yeah. Or we'll give you credit towards options yeah it's more appealing it is um it's also you know that conversation about the premium that you pay for new construction we both know this because mm -hmm. we both have bought new construction in the last couple of years um it's because we i wanted certain things in my mm -hmm. home i know that that's a premium that i'm paying for that item versus if I were to buy a house and do it myself, it's just the way that it is. Yeah. But I don't want to hassle doing it myself. That was the whole idea. So my point in saying that is that people have, you know, these expectations of what some people I should say have these expectations of wanting certain things, but they have to know that they could want that cash up front for options versus building it into your exactly. loan. It just depends on the situation. But to your point about new construction being appealing because they don't have to compete it does tend to be a little bit more and they have more options they, they have more options choose. they can make they can customize which is awesome or they um, can even choose which location of of course yes the everything however the builder can dictate yeah what they want um, at the time of contract. Yeah, I mean, like, it's different. I mean, Whereas you wouldn't need those funds until no, closing but, on a resale, yeah, right? Yeah, so the builder can dictate the the deposit, but I'm going to flip the script. A seller can dictate what they will and will not take, what they will and will not fix. That's right. Where a builder is going to fix yeah. all the items that are an inspection item or that are punch-out list item yeah. because they have to deliver the home to you. And then you usually have a year after that as well where a seller can say screw yourself yeah bye 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 we'll go on to the next yeah. one no you're right i mean pros and cons for each one i think there's a huge pro with new construction right now well there's just a lot more that is available mm -hmm. and like you said options mm -hmm. so i do think that in the next and i know we've talked about this in previous episodes but i think it's going to swing in the opposite direction with new construction. There's nothing oh, right now. It's April. going to it's going to come they're, like, they're going to start billowing up, yeah. billowing up and then it's going to deflate. I think so. come April. 
once. If it doesn't snow in March, come April. I hope it doesn't snow it. in March. You'll see it. I would like a good snow, but I would like it to happen this month. Right now. This weekend. Please don't. Can you see, like, after I leave? After you leave. After you fly. Can you do it, like, 12 p.m. on Saturday? Saturday. That's fine I'm with me. I'm already, like, out of the area. That's totally fine with me. I'm down with that. All right. Cool. Um, but that that's my prediction. It's it's based on my own going out there. Right. Appointments. Mm-hmm. Seeing how things are going. The conversations that we're having with clients now. There are a lot of people, I feel like, that are dipping their toe in, like, Hey, I've heard it's competitive, but I also heard rates are great, so let's talk about it. I like now because my schedule's so filled up right now. I like when the house they want to go see is gone. Yeah. So we can't see it. Mm-hmm. Because I want them to understand you if you want to see it, you need to get on my yeah. schedule sooner rather yeah. than later yeah absolutely like this couple wanted to go see this house this weekend i was like well i can't i'm away but i can show it to you tomorrow yeah, right right you like it you gotta move quickly yeah so you can it, tell you like, can it feels tell like the sale it feels like a car salesman almost sometimes but i don't know you're just trying way. to set them up for success but sometimes they call that what bleeding before you under like bleeding. Yes. You have to bleed a little bit to know but exactly how much at it At least it goes. The house like goes under contract. Yeah. So I have actual facts behind yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. like this cheesy yeah yeah, yeah. Buy today, totally. go I know. Tomorrow. And and that that's a fine line because like you said, you you want your job is to have the client be successful in whatever their endeavor is. But you also want to be friendly and you know, understanding mm-hmm. and reset, like those, all of that has to work in harmony because yeah. you have to say, I hear you that you want a house in Montgomery County and I hear you want this and I hear you want that and I hear you want this. Let's talk about what's realistic. I had to do that twice last week. Yeah. So it's an, it's an important conversation because uh, again, our success mm-hmm. as professionals comes from our clients being successful in their transactions. Yeah. That's where it comes from. So we have to be realistic with them. We can't just fill them with pipe dreams. I I agree. So. I think the other hurdle, at least I'm having personally, mm-hmm. and this is up to a certain price point, is... Okay, so if you're over, I want to use, like, if you're over... I'll be generous. If you're over six hundred thousand, your price point, then the pace of which I move is not. It doesn't. It's fast, but it's not overwhelming fast. Anything in that like five six hundred, they think I'm moving at light speed. Well, because that's but such because a it's such a competitive, yeah, market. Yes, that the way that I'm moving is so 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 fast that I already have your EMD with a title company before yeah. the offer is even sent. Yeah. And it's overwhelming, but I'm like, I promise you it's going to get, it'll slow down after mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But at the initial decision. But that's how sometimes important. there's that line of like car salesmen, like cheesy car salesmen. Yeah. And, and like, I'm talking like from the eighties car salesmen and then doing your job right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and you have to be a chameleon, like, cause you know, based on the property and speaking to the agent, what you have to do. Uh-huh. So there might be some wiggle room. There might be it might come in the market, and you know that there's no offers, but you know that there's an open house on Saturday. My like 
worst thing lately has been people moving slow and people not understanding the urgency and yeah. sitting around and waiting. Yeah. Waiting has been my, like, yeah. <laughs> like I can't I feel you. wait. Well, and also like for from a professional standpoint, well, like a professional reputation standpoint, you know, when I write a pre-approval letter, I'm vetting the client. Yeah. Right? So when I say, "Yes, I can close in 2 weeks." And I tell the client, "We're going to close in 2 weeks." But when I say jump, you better you, you know what I'm saying? You you really got to move with me. I've been dealing with And then they then they aren't. feel that extra pressure and they don't they don't it's not comfortable. And I understand but we talked about this in the beginning that so my point is that like but I'm putting my reputation out there too cuz mm-hmm. I promised, mm-hmm. you know, this commitment mm-hmm. date and this appraisal date and mm-hmm. this and I can do all of those things if everyone's pushing in the same direction. But I can't if I'm the one bullying everyone that yeah. way. Yeah. So and it's like you've mentioned it before. You can give as much advice as possible, but until you're in the thick of it, you're not really gonna feel what it feels like. So exactly. I feel like this has been kind of a gloomy podcast, <laughs> but I think the point is that it's ever changing, and you just I have think to. Also, just talking about experiences over the past two weeks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of what we talk about is not a topic we go online and we find. Right. We just we chat. What's going on what's in our happening. day? What's happening? Well, because you can't just Google it. Like, no, because yeah. every what's happening day to day right now, you know, middle of the first quarter, two thousand twenty. Here it is. I mean, it's so funny. the The other day, someone was complaining that they aren't busy and they feel like we're so busy, and there was a comparison to it. Mm. And I told him, I was like, "Well, I've just been busy because of what I've been doing, but I'm going to tell you something." And they're like, what? They're like, you know, Alex, you're just so busy. You go on these appointments. You get these contracts. Yada, yada. I go, yeah, but you also don't know. I got fired by a client on Friday. And I had to get a client out of a contract as well that was supposed to close in a week. And I got him out of it. So not everything is like what it seems. No, it's never what it... But I just keep moving on. And I keep moving forward because I have people that I still need to get them to closing. Yeah. It's like the iceberg. All you see is the very All you see top. is that and you have no you idea have no what idea what's underneath. Yep. At all. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I get it. There you go. All right, you guys. Little, I don't even know. Did you try anything new? Did you just drink your boring coffee? No, I just made boring coffee. You know me. I'm a big, big square. Um, I did have some, oh, oh, okay, baby. I can tell you this one. So when we were in the Bahamas... I, we had a coffee pot and just whatever they, okay. which is so, I feel so silly saying this, but like, I don't know how to use a coffee pot. <laughs> like filling it with water. That's the thing. I didn't have no idea how to do it. The first morning I woke up and I was the only person awake, like with like one eye, like trying to figure out, like, I wish you could, people could see my face. Like I have one eye open. I'm like trying to press, push. press buttons. I'm like, what is this thing? But they had like the, you know, coffee and then yeah. the filters, or whatever. And I was like, all right, so now I've got to put coffee in this filter and put it. Yeah. So it was like truly a coffee pot. Um, so anyway, we're talking about tasting coffee. I don't know what kind of coffee it was, whatever it was. Yeah. There. But I accidentally, I get almond milk for the kid's cereal. Okay. I accidentally got coconut almond milk. Better, right? It was pretty good. It's thicker. It's uh, it's, less, it's like, just more nutty. I didn't feel like usually I do like a hazelnut, you know. It has creamer. less of this aftertaste. It doesn't change the taste of your coffee as much. I definitely felt like 
Caribbean with my coconut almond milk. It was good. It was it was a nice change. I didn't do it on purpose, but it was really when we went to the grocery store. I was like, oh, unsweetened almond milk, and I grabbed it, and it was a coconut almond milk blend. But it was good. That's really funny. Mm-hmm. I had at the Carlisle. They didn't have coconut milk. They had oat milk, and I was like, okay, no problem. I was like, this is the most delicious oat milk I've ever had. I, I never even tried, know where the hell I, I got it. it. I gotta try oat milk. It's so I don't know if it's the coffee that was really good or the oat milk that was really good, but I had four cups. You know, of it. you know what we need to talk about so on good. our podcast, and I feel so sorry for our listeners at this point because I want to talk about sustainability in in stuff like that. I read an article about, and I'm not. I promise I'll just mention this, and we can be done. An a, a an article about how almond milk is like the least sustainable milk, quote unquote, on the market. Like worse than dairy, oat milk and coconut milk. And some other thing. Is it the pr- is the, it has having to, do with the to produce it? It has have to do with the amount of water that it takes to create ah, yeah. almond milk. Yeah. So Where anyway, I'll, like, I'll just touch on that. But like, I did, coconut milk already isn't it? Uh, yeah. It's not. It's a natural thing. Yes. Where it's like almond yeah, milk, they have you to have create water. it. Yes. So anyway, fascinating. So, you know, I learn something new every day. You You're go. welcome. All right, you guys. All right, guys. Till next time. Bye. Bye.